0: Welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. What an amazing week and a weekend it was. I went to Las Vegas for a charity golf tournament, the Salvation Army ARC Charity Golf Tournament. I talked about it on Friday. and We went and got it done. We went and got it done. First place at the ARC Salvation Army Charity Golf. Uh, shout out to my teammates, Richard Cooper, Jess Cooper, and brother Leroy, Bruce Leroy, as I called them. Um, it was such an amazing experience to be part of this. And again, I'm so proud of my brother Richard Cooper for uh, his you know, sobriety. And yeah, it was just amazing to be there and to be part of that, so special. And to all of you out here that are battling with addiction, go ahead, reach out to, to the Salvation Army. They have a lot of help for the ARC programs. I know that we have an ARC program here in Hawaii. So go ahead and reach out. And uh, look, it's Monday. You know what that means. I got Stephen Sai on deck here. So without further ado, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Former St. Louis high school baseball player Caleb Lomavita showed out at the MLB Combine. Uh, This kid led St. Louis to uh, the ILH title this past year and is headed to Cal to play ball. But he went and did this combine. For me personally, I don't know a whole lot about the MLB Combines because I've only ever been part of football combines. Right? but my son is playing baseball. He's headed to Arizona uh, to play ball out there. So I'm starting to learn and pay more attention to those details and Caleb went and did his thing. And again, I, I can only assume that you're gonna run, um, you're gonna run bases, right? I don't know if they stood in the 60 or is it home plate the first, a double right how fast you're doing that obviously you're going to hit you're going to do some infielding you're going to be catching you're going to be doing the most and, and i think a baseball combine you get to showcase a lot more of the skill and speaking of skill caleb is talented all over the place he's a catcher he's a pitcher he plays both corners on the infield first base third base, third first base and third base excuse me as well as an outfielder so he's extremely Versatile, and he is, I believe, 5'10", 5'11", 180 pounds. That is a solid stature for a baseball player. So, Caleb, shout out to you, brother. You know, you, I, you know, Shane Victorino, Colton Wong, Isaiah Kanafalefa, and so many more before and now we have the new crop of Hawaii-born baseball players coming up the ranks, and. I just love that baseball is now getting a lot of that momentum, right? We had it in football, we're on the map for football, we're on the map for baseball, and that's only, our, the success of our athletes here in whatever sports they do is only going to fuel our future of, uh, of our athletes over here, the young kids, the, the ones that are coming up. And it's just so inspiring, so motivating to, for these young kids who go off to these camps right, football camps, baseball camps, trying to be like the next, you know, I wanna be the next Colton Wong now. Hey, it's gonna be, I wanna be the next Caleb Lomavita. And hey, for me, you know, I'm hoping that my son goes and has that opportunity and does his thing, and maybe someone's gonna be aspiring to be the next Chad Owens Jr. Shout out to you, boy, keep working hard. And that's one of the things that makes Caleb extremely special. And all athletes, I want you to listen to this. All young, aspiring athletes. It's not just about talent. It's about working hard with that talent. Right? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So if you can combine the two, you give yourself a huge opportunity and advantage over everyone else. So keep working hard, brother. Good luck. And we'll see you at the top. Man. <laughs> And on a national level, I don't know if you guys seen this. It was all over social media. But the Tour de France got started, and there was a huge pileup caused by a fan with a cardboard sign leaning over way too far to get on TV. Whatever whatever his motives were to get in, right, ended up hitting veteran rider Tony Martin, which caused him to fall, and eventually taking so many others down with him, and it just caused a major pileup. It's ridiculous. And here's why it's ridiculous. Fans are warned, right, and told to respect the safety of the riders. Don't get too close. You're not allowed to get too close. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what's going to happen because of this? Because of that fan, fans aren't going to be able to get that close. Period. They're going to be they're going to be barricaded way back. And if they aren't doing that, Tour de France needs to do that to ensure the safety of their athletes. I mean, it's you know it happens. It happens in other sports. Look at a baseball game when an outfielder is going for a ball that's close to the. You know, the, the sidelines, I'm just gonna call it the sidelines, right? The rails where fans are right there and a fan reaches over the rail to catch a ball. Athlete, you know, the players trying to get the ball. You've seen it before. How fans stole the out. I mean, it's that's a little that's a little too much, right? As fans, we can't because I've been on the other side as an athlete. Fans, we can't overstep the boundaries. Because as athletes, you got to respect it, you got to, you're in a position, if you, if you sit in courtside at a basketball game, you got to be, you got to be respectful. Don't be chirping. Again, it's part of the game, right? You go, but don't, don't be getting personal with, with these players. Don't say things to aggravate them. They're people too. I right? don't forget that. Athletes are people as well. And so I think you're going to start to see a trend in sports of fans starting to get a little bit more space between them and the athletes to ensure the player's safety. So um, I hope everyone that was involved in that pileup is okay and uh, is able to go on and, and, and ride on into the next the next race. All right, at this time, I'm bringing my guy, Steve inside the Sports Guru on to join us to talk local sports and some exciting news college athletes so
1: let's
0: check it out all right steven sai the sports guru my guy hey welcome back to the show brother how was the weekend
1: okay man you've been like what in two states in like one day or something like that or
0: well it seems like that that was in vegas uh last week on a charity golf tournament uh got there on wednesday and yeah vegas man a blink of an eye and it goes by uh, yeah. and, and we're on that last flight, two a.m. For, departing out of Vegas. I arrived at five a.m. this morning, so a little jet lag, but hey, nonetheless, it's game time, you know.
1: <laughs> you know what? That best flight—that's the best idea they ever did. these people an extra hotel night and get out the right time. And you know, that's, that's a beautiful thing. I think the University yeah. of Hawaii used to kind of do that under Greg McMacken. He would end up in Vegas and they, uh, after games, and they take the two a.m. flight back, and you know. To get the day get you started on Sunday or, or or don't get the day started on Sunday,
0: yeah. No, it's it's great, man. It's great, it's great to get back and get at it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, let's get at this, man. So, you have an article talking mm-hmm. about uh Hensley, right?
1: J.R. Hensley, former J. R. Hensley. university play football player, offensive lineman, great, funny guy. Thought I thought he was never going to play again because he shows up, uh, he missed the last four games of his senior year in t- 2019. He's got he got a foot in a big brace and everything. He's in a wheelchair. Uh, I think he tore like quads, uh, quad muscles, three to four quad muscles. And uh, I thought that was it, but he, he rallied back and now he's playing in the indoor football league. And I think somebody I know used to play in the indoor football league. What was that like?
0: That's it, man. Yeah. So the arena football league, the indoor football league, you know, it was a great experience for me. It was, uh, it was sort of a, a rebounding, you know, mm-hmm. year for me, Steven, and you know, going from getting drafted in the NFL, my my, my NFL career didn't go the way mm-hmm. I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Arena Football League sort of provided me a a platform to to just get back to playing ball, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you get paid, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. But just to get back to playing ball, believing in yourself again. And unfortunately, I I, I tore my ACL towards mm-hmm. the ending of my 2008 year in the CFL. I mean, in the um, afl in, in which i was doing very well and i was sort of getting ready to get back into the nfl that thing was going to give me an opportunity but that's where my acl and you know i rehabbed and, and had a lot of success in the cfl but the the arena football league is a fun league it's very tight intimate the crowd the fans it's a fun league so uh you know i'm, I'm excited to see what 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 he does there
1: you know what's great too about you um I think you played You played three games, then you got hurt, and you were named Special Teams Player of the Year. Those were a heck of a three games, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, no, it was amazing. Uh, I, I think, I don't know how many games it was, Steven, um, but, you know, I, my goal was to come in and make an immediate impact because I wanted to get back into the NFL. Um, I was ready, and I guess I wasn't ready. You know, I tore my ACL. I needed to rehab from that, and ultimately, I wasn't meant to go play in the NFL. I was meant to go play in Canada and to do all those things, meet all the wonderful people that I met up there. And, um yeah, I had a great career, man.
1: Well, and so, one thing JR says he loves about it is that there's talent there because there's so much talent in football. And that there's oh. talent in those leagues. It's smaller. And you're playing football. And he says your, your place is, you know, he's a single guy still. So, I mean, your place is paid for. You get food money, you get to stay, you get to work out, they do all kinds of things. Apparently they're doing I I don't know, cyber therapy, something where cryptotherapy, cryotherapy, something to do with freezing people or things like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: cryotherapy. It's yeah. it's in, instead of doing a, a 10 minute whatever cold tub, you know, the ice yeah. and the water, the cryotherapy is you go in this tank and it's um basically the um what is it? The the the, the oh is it the
1: some kind of like liquid thing or it's or... like liquid
0: nitrogen. Yes. Yeah. That 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 filters through this this tank and it's like it's that the the not the steam, but that cold um from the liquid nitrogen, you're not in anything but that that cold air.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the treatment's only two minutes. Mm-hmm. So you go from that and then you go, you're supposed to go right onto a bike or something and get some blood flow and you're done. But it's the same you know, uh, impact as sitting in an ice tub for 10 minutes, 15 wow. minutes. So and
1: great. And I mean, so again, you're getting all these things. You're getting a pro football experience. You're writing not as much money and everything, but you're playing football. And, you know, this leads to something or maybe it doesn't lead to something. But the fact is, he's playing football. And for a lot of yeah. people, they don't get to do that.
0: That's it. And it's a huge step, right? It's a stepping stone uh, in life, not just in sports, yeah. but in life, right? right? He was able to come back from an injury. Um, he he told himself he wanted to play again Mm -hmm. and he's playing, he's doing it. So it's a huge accomplishment and whatever comes after this will just be a bonus,
1: Yeah,
0: right? And so on that note, man, speaking of bonuses, speaking of like future and extra things, it looks like college athletes will be able to start getting paid and use their names and likeness now as opposed to not being able to in however many years it's been of college sports. So, um, you want to touch on that a little bit, Stephen? I know yeah, yeah. Dave David had a story on that. Uh, yeah. I think it's a huge topic. Uh, it's, it's, I don't, I think the timing couldn't have been any better because of the way athletes are today, social media, they can do so much for themselves, utilizing, you know, a platform and a following, they gotta be able to take advantage of it. You know, they work hard, they earn, that celebrity status, mm-hmm. right? Once you get in college, start making some plays, you become a celebrity in college. Mm-hmm. And hey, you should, you deserve to start making some money and using your name.
1: Yeah, and you know, right, I think a guy like Calvin Turner should profit off. Like, he made Hawaii last year. I think seven Cordero, you know, Darius Moussao, those guys should get some sort of compensation for doing the things they do. And, and you know, and there is except maybe not always in Hawaii, but there is a big pie, you know, especially Michigan, Alabama, those guys should be getting something for helping to bring in the help the school because you got to realize college football and colleges are businesses. I mean, they're all oh, big they, time. They make money from, you know, enrollments and, and endowments and, and donations and things like that. There should be money spread to people who are helping them make money. The Problem. I see though down the road is like for, for uh, first of all, if you're a non-revenue sport, if you're a swimmer, you're, and you want to cut of the pie there is no pie i mean there might not be a sport if it comes down to if it comes down to this basic economics and you get paid for what you bring to the sport well if your sport's not bringing any money maybe you don't get paid maybe, maybe there is no sport maybe it goes only to the people who play the sport the other thing too you got to kind of worry about is how does this um, affect team the, within the team you know it, it's not it's not like the pro- professionals where you are the top guy you get the most money if not you get the basic salary but you know what happens if you're just you know the third string linebacker or something are you going to be content uh you know having um just scholarship whereas someone else next to you is getting tons of money i don't know i don't know affects things and affects playing time and affects you know just overall chemistry
0: yeah you know there's a lot of things that this is this is this is big steven there's a lot of moving parts here and you know i, I want to just go back to the swimming thing. Yeah. So. You know, it's not necessary that you're going to be getting paid from the school, mm-hmm. but if you're a college swimmer
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a company out there that, that maybe the owner of the company, his daughter was a swimmer or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, the, you know, you have someone that likes your look mm-hmm. and wants to leverage what you do mm-hmm. in college. Go do that. Like yeah. you don't necessarily, cause right now you can't. You can't get paid. like You, you just can't get paid on, on something like that, utilizing your likeness, your name. Mm-hmm. For, and this is, I'm talking outside of the university. Mm-hmm. So that you should be allowed to 100%. And that's what, that's what they should be doing. Now, as far as university paying players, number one, scholarship stipends need mm-hmm. to go up. Mm-hmm. Right, That's going to create the even playing field where mm-hmm. all athletes are going to be getting paid. Scholarship athletes, a little bit more. So that should help them right now. You're talking about walk-ons, you know, walk-ons like for me, Hey, I walked on. Yeah. I wasn't getting that scholarship stipend. So when I started playing and I made an A for myself, yeah, I wouldn't have seen those benefits of me playing until the next that, that summer. Right. I could have did leverage that BYU game in that year and made some hay and made a lot of money for the rest of my career in college. Now, you know, you want to talk about division of the locker room. Hey, if I'm the fourth string quarterback, mm-hmm. I can't complain that the first string quarterbacks getting this money. Mhm. I didn't I didn't go in I didn't win that job. Right? If I'm the all conference left tackle and the rest of the offensive linemen aren't all stars, mm-hmm. they can't get mad at that. Right? They shouldn't. And this is where I think there's going to get good practice of mm-hmm. what <clears throat> professional sports is like because not everyone gets paid the same in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in, in, in business, in life, at every job you go to Stephen, not everyone gets paid the same CEO, right? President mm-hmm. management, so on down the line. Yeah. You don't get paid the same, but you get paid according to, to performance. Hey, you want to go and put out, you go earn that money, right? Jersey sales. If, if if the starting running back, the star running back is just a Heisman candidate, he's obviously going to be selling a lot of jer- jerseys. Mm-hmm. and And the colleges are going to want to leverage that guy, right? So those are going to be opportunities for those types of guys to get a percentage, right? So there's so many angles to this that they definitely need to sit down, and I'm sure they have already, and and how is this all gonna be divided? How is this gonna be, you know, least amount of conflict? And that's the way I see it. And I hope I hope it works out for them because these athletes deserve to get paid, especially when you know they're using their their likeness, right? Yeah. Photos to promote seasons. If I'm on the cover Chevron, I'm on the cover of the season tickets, you know, promoting that hey, I get a kickback from season ticket sales. You know what I mean? Like, there's That's just what it is. And and it raises the question, okay, does college athletes need to start getting agents now? You know? Uh,
1: yeah, but I would stay out of that. I would like to, it's the college athletes to sort of keep the money more to themselves, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah. But you, you well, know yeah. what I'm saying, right? But But if you get an agent, now you're taking an agent, what they can do for you, you're getting university money, but they can help get you corporation outside
1: money. money i can see the outside money sure you
0: know what i mean so that's what i'm saying
1: you know two things i really like about the, sort of the movement is that one a lot of people have kind of benefited off of this in the old days walk-ons couldn't get anything now they're included in uh, the meals i don't know remember back in the old days where, when you're walk on and people have to um sneak food to you like in cups and trays and stuff like that and <laughs> meet you in the back lot well you know what those days are gone now walk wow. out to get to eat walk-ons are treated like human beings. you know you practice everyone gets fed it's not like you know uh only the stars or the people in Scotland yeah in
0: that was ridiculous yeah. man that 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 made you feel like you weren't anything right right and yeah and so i'm glad they fixed that
1: the other thing too is what they have to get rid of is nowadays if you, you join as a walk-on you have to wait two years to get a scholarship before you get um or else it counts as like an initial scholarship and everything i think your wow. first year if you're good enough put you on scholarship and let it just be because you know at least you pay that one year and everything and um, i think that's 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 i hope that kind of changes because that encourages more people who don't have chances uh, initially get scholarships to get scholarships and get it faster because you know Whatever you want to say about um, UH being a little more affordable than other places, it's still expensive. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and the third thing I really like about the whole um, movement and everything is it brings back the NCAA football game. Because my son and I used to play <laughs> that. And he had to, he always took Hawaii, and I, was, I would take Virginia Tech, all, all different types of teams. And he'd always cheat because he'd always have Timmy Chang throwing bombs to – Chad Owens and he <laughs> scores, but I like that uh, bringing that back. And I think, I mean, that's why that was fun. I mean, it was fun, and you can see those players and they became stars and everything. But they didn't get a cut of that money. I think, yeah, the, the games back, and it creates interest in the game, and the players be represented in game should get paid for it, for their yeah, like.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, they do. They do need to bring NCAA football back, um, and. You know, it, it's – and here here's the question. You know, you bring something like that back, does it – do they have, you know, can you go back in time and select the, 2000, the 2004 University of Hawaii team? Who's on that team? Me? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other players. Now, does that mean we're going to get paid for that? Right? Well, so, should. yeah. So, you know, it, we'll see how far EA Sports goes with how they create the game and the, the details and the depth. Um, but, hey, I hope they do so because, hey, I'll take a little bit of that 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 pie.
1: <laughs> and you know what I'd love to see? Mixing up a little things. I'd love to see Chad Holmes catch passes from, uh, you know, um, Cole Brennan. I mean. Hey, you could, yeah, yeah. that's that's you what I'm it, saying. You could do that? it. You could catch passes from June Jones, even though he was like a backup, backup guy, quarterback, and he wouldn't got as much money.
0: <laughs> that would be fun. That'd be fun. Okay, Steven. I like, I like where your he head's at, man.
1: Okay, take care, and you know... <laughs> but anyway,
0: man, yeah, appreciate you so much, Stephen. As always, uh, this is this is amazing. This is a big movement, a big push, and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how these athletes uh, benefit from all of this.
1: Well, last thing, if you're going to go play golf tournaments in Vegas and everything, why not play in the Manoa Cup? I think you could do it. I think you could do a Hunter Hughes. Ooh, uh, I, I got to work, uh, work, my Hughes, gotta work on my game. I got to work on
0: I, I got to work on my game a little bit, Stephen. You know, I think uh, you know if I made that a goal of mine, I think I could I could compete. I, I but the thing about golf, you got to be consistent, right? And shout out to Peter Jung, yeah, who won the Manoa Cup. You know, Manoa graduate. Uh, you know, it's 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 a stepping stone,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: And this is something that he's got under his belt now, and he's gonna build off of. I believe that that's what the article is talking about um that he's gonna use this as motivation to you know go on to the next thing i think they're playing in a capole uh for the next tournament uh, there's a few other local uh golfers and and i'm telling you, man golf golf hasn't been more um exciting golf is exciting you know, I actually sit and watch golf now. I, I guess because I'm getting more serious into it, and playing a lot more. I watch golf now. I never used to like watching golf. Well, I like watch, <clears throat> watching Tiger, right? Tiger, watching Tiger was like watching Michael Jordan on the court. He just had that energy about him. <clears throat> but, you know, with golf, I want to see I, – I, I always wonder, okay, can the golf game change? And what do I mean by change? Not the game. But I think golfers need to start having their own jerseys. They need, to start, they need to have something that fans can go out and purchase and buy and represent. You know, like, I alluded to this on, uh, I think, last week or the week before, about how golf is such a quiet sport, you can't say anything. Yeah. Right? Like, as an athlete, you feed off of that energy. And I guess I guess that's the golf game. Though you hit a crazy drive, the crowd erupts. You hit an, you hit that Tiger putt. It drops, and you just see everyone just go crazy. I guess that's what makes it. I guess that's what makes it golf is that the the build up of wanting to cheer, waiting to cheer, and when that shot happens, when that putt happens, you just explode. And that's where the golfers. That's the moment the golfers look for.
1: Conversely, though, you don't hear any cheers when it's day quiet. Oh, it's, silence is painful.
0: Silence but, is painful, uh, man. Dude, man. Like, it's tough. You know, it's tough. But anyway, look, hey, Manoa oh, one
1: last, One last thing on golf, we forgot to mention Scott Simpson, former uh, PGA player. Um, You know what? He's now the University of Hawaii golf coach. That's pretty amazing to get a, a guy oh. high speed in high uh, uh, you know, coaching in the University of Hawaii men's team. We don't hear much about the UH men's golf team. Maybe with the great leadership of Scott Simpson, maybe uh, we'll hear more.
0: Yeah, let's go. Golf is on the golf is on the rise, man. All you parents out there, I'm telling you right now. All you new parents, newborns, golf clubs. Hey, yes, little golf give place. them the sticks. Just have them swinging those sticks, man. Golf is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen, man. Appreciate you so much. I'll, I'll see you guys. later. Enjoy the week, right.
1: buddy. Right, thanks a lot. a lot.
0: Thank you. Aloha. Big mahalo, Stephen. As always, love having you on, brother. And I'm glad you also had a great and I'm happy that you brought that up. Maybe I will start practicing a little bit more and try to get into that Manoa Cup as an amateur. Uh, that will be That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. So I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe pursue that. Uh, but thank you so much, brother. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And to all of you watching, thank you so much as well. That is it for today's show. Start the week off strong. It's Monday. Go get a walk in. Go get a run. Go get a lift. Right? Do something physical today to push yourself physically. Okay, because we go through that at work, the mental stress that comes along with that. Let's go decompress, hit the gym, hit the beach, get outside, get some fresh air, and I'll see you come hump day Wednesday.